Dr. C here. Before we begin, I'd like to make sure that you're aware that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp is a leading provider of online therapy, and then they provide video, phone, or live chat sessions with a licensed professional therapist. It's affordable, and you can connect with your therapist within 48 hours. Now, as a special offer to our surviving narcissism listeners, they'll offer a 10% discount for your first month of professional therapy. All you have to do is go to betterhelp.com, that's betterhelp.com, slash Surviving Narcissism Podcast. I know that many of you would find online therapy to be quite life-changing, and so go to betterhelp.com slash Surviving Narcissism Podcast, and many thanks to the people at BetterHelp for sponsoring our podcast. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Surviving Narcissism Podcast with your host, Dr. Les Carter. I'm Michaela, the program director, and in today's episode, Dr. Carter welcomes special guest Jerry Wise to discuss building the self you were never allowed to have. Hey, Team Healthy. I am so pleased to introduce you to the guest we have here today. You know that I like to scour um, articles and books and places on the internet to find people that are uh, speaking into the topic of narcissism. And uh, we've come across a, a gentleman named Jerry West. Jerry and I about the same age, came Wise. out of the same. Wise, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I know. Jerry West, I like the, the basketball that. player. No. Well, you just look that, like him, you know. I've actually been in the newspaper. They put Jerry West under my picture. <laughs> the basketball player, that's right. <laughs> okay, so well, you know, all right. I've already I started by showing that I'm fallible. So Jerry <laughs> Wise, of course, being Mr. Wise, uh, is with us. Uh, Jerry, you're all the way from the, uh, the, the uh, Golden State of Indiana, I'm kind of guessing it's a little on the chilly side up there. Fair. Jerry and I have been talking uh, uh, before we came online, and uh, you have quite a background. Uh, you've got pastoral ministries, and then you also have done marriage and family therapy and working with addicts, but you also have a strong musical background where you've uh, sung back up for um, some well-known people, and you're just kind of a jack of all trades, and I'm guessing good at all of them. So uh, you have a wealth of information to draw upon, and Jerry works in uh, in dealing with family systems and uh, and then also in, in uh, helping individuals work through some of the strains that come um, by virtue of being with uh, with narcissistic individuals. And so Jerry and I are going to be talking today about a topic, and I, I love this topic, Jerry, building the self you were never allowed to have. Now, you actually have a course on that, don't you, uh, on, that's uh, there on the internet? Uh, tell, tell me about just how you came up with that notion and why you felt the need to speak into that topic in the first place. Well, and Les, it's so good to talk with you, and, and we are so like in so many ways, <laughs> age-wise and who knows what else. Yeah. Yeah, and it's nice and to talk. a couple of handsome fellas, and, and I, right. I, I get you. <laughs> though you have a little bit more hair than I have, though. That's <laughs> the, I'm jealous. Yeah. The... Um, with the uh, coming up with that topic of building the self you're never allowed to have, we we grow, especially if you have a narcissistic parents or a parent or narcissistic siblings or, you know, and I call a family that has one narcissistic parent a narcissistic family 
because the dynamics are going to be narcissistic. Even though not it is, the more negative person tends to dominate. Exactly. And that's where the power is going to kind of be. And so it doesn't mean everybody's a narcissist, but everybody's going to be affected by this dynamic. And so if we grow up in an environment like that, then there's going to be a lot of self switches that are turned off and they are going to be controlling and critical and, and negative and, and all kinds of things are happening there as well as an unhealthy balance of closeness and distance and an unhealthy balance of separating feelings and thoughts and all those kinds of things. And so we then, when we come to, well, who am I? What is myself? I don't know. And then I start into recovery, starting wanting to heal. How do I get that back? And how do I change those switches and that programming so that I can truly be me okay. to be a self? You know, not not just a reactive person to my the narcissistic family, but because that's the narcissistic family, there's the reactivity to the narcissistic family. But how do I do the middle, the 90 degree where I'm balanced? I'm me. I'm no longer uh, I'm no longer I am detached in a healthy way from that narcissistic family. OK, now, as you're speaking, two thoughts come to mind. Sure. Um, one is uh, I, I've spoken with individuals so much about uh, one of the primary patterns of the narcissist, and that is they want to empty you of you. And they want to fill you with themselves. That's that's the first thought. And that, that's what I'm hearing you talking about. The second thought, and this is a thought of hopefulness. Um, you didn't actually say the words, but the implication is on the inside of you, who's been on the receiving end of this narcissistic um, emptying, there's still a healthy person in there. And uh, you may have been, that, that person may have been trampled. Uh, that person may have been pushed off to the side, but we can go back and rediscover that person, find out who that person is, and then build on it and allow it to emerge. And so there's an optimism that I'm hearing in what you're talking about when we say we can rebuild. The implication is there's something in there that's already there. And so so many people forget that because it's like they know right. negative there messages. No different than if I have the flu. If I'm sick, that doesn't mean I've lost the healthy Jerry. The healthy Jerry isn't functioning well. As I heal, I, I start to be the healthy Jerry again. But the flu or the cold or the infection doesn't negate a healthy me. It, it may shut off switches. It may get in the way. It, but now I, I want, so we have that natural, I mean, that's how we were supposed to develop in the first place. Th that was our natural development that we were supposed to do. And that got uh, waylaid, that got off track. Whether we're talking about inside families or organizations and beyond, one of the things that I think is necessary as we engage with one another is not to uh, dictate what somebody else is supposed to think and be but to draw out of other individuals, their significance and, and help them find their skill set. What is the narcissist end game? What, what's going on inside of them that causes them to lose track, if they ever had it, of that kind of thought? 
Well, and I would even say not only narcissists, but many other parents with different difficulties, whether it be addictions, and that's kind of been a past of mine to help mm -hmm. people with those addictions or narcissists or that, again, they, as you had mentioned, they want to empty you and they want to, they want to empty you of you and fill you with them. I talk about it just a little differently, but the same, I think it's the same dynamic. How, how do you put it? They need to borrow self from you and you need to loan self to them. And so we grow up loaning self to everyone just as codependents loan self, you know, and there it's a loaning and borrowing of self. And so we want to grow and heal to a place and begin to learn that, wait a minute, I need to stop loaning self here. And there are lots of ways that we loan self and lots of ways they borrow. Self. They, they want you to become responsible for keeping them propped up. Now they wouldn't and, see that. And, in the, and that that's a great insight, they, by the way. Yeah, no, no, they wouldn't see that at, but it's no, we talk about narcissistic supply. That's exactly what, uh, well, what is what it supplying them with? A self. That's what they don't, they don't have that, unfortunately. And so you're my supply, which provides a pseudo self for me. And then I want to loan you, me to you so that you will have a pseudo self of me. And, and once we begin to learn those dynamics, we then know how to navigate differently. And that's what I try to teach. And we can learn to navigate that differently. Yeah, you know, there, there's a there's such a, a contradiction that's going on when the narcissist says, I need uh, to fill myself with you. The implication there being I'm pretty empty on the inside. Uh, but then I'm, I'm going to turn around and say, but I need you to be filled with me. In other words, my emptiness. It's like, wait a minute, that math doesn't quite compute. It doesn't compute. You're right. And, okay. and, and they, and that the, we, we understand it, I think a little better when we talk about the narcissistic supply, I need you to be a pseudo. I need you so I can have a pseudo me okay. pseudo me not a real me the I false need you, yeah. a false and to keep that going you must then i'm going to loan you and you're going to borrow from me my negativity my trauma my all the things i'm going to give you and then you will have a traumatized pseudo self that's negative and filled with all these things that I've taught you, which you're going to take off into adulthood. So in other words, uh, what I have to offer you is my internal chaos. Exactly. And Gary, then, I, I mean, you, you so succinctly uh, described that. I, I really like the way that you uh, clarify that. I, I want to take a look at some patterns that, okay. that tend to, uh, to emerge with that individual who is is on the receiving end of all of this? Uh, one of the first things that uh, that comes to my mind is the pattern of suppression. Uh, the person who is being filled by that narcissistic person, when they finally say, "Well, here's who I am," 
This is me. By the way, I have one of my courses. It's called This Is Me. And it's like going ahead and, and claiming that. But uh, the pattern is, no, you're not who you are. You're, you are who I say you are. So you have to suppress all of that. Uh, what happens when a person goes into that longstanding, I mean, we're talking about years and decades of suppressing and hiding and covering up that real self. Uh, let, let, let's talk about how that plays out. Well, and, and certainly it does play out because we internalize the emotional process in the family. So what's happening in there with self and emotions, we internalize that and then take it on with us to adulthood. And then we have all these problems. I end up taking over the voice of the narcissist and going, you're bad, Jerry. You're what's wrong with you. Whatever we experience as kids, we're going to internalize it, take it over and use it as a, as a bat over our head. Like you say, the switch to your own good thinking has been turned off and the switch to those negatives is turned on. And and dialed up to 10. (laughs) And miserable. And then we're miserable. And then when I think about those patterns, then I start to look at since it's become so systemic, it it just feels so natural to us and it feels so normal, even though we don't like it, it still feels normal to us. I call that a malignant normalcy. The narcissist passes on that malignant normalcy, just like you've met with trauma people. It's normal for that. I didn't say they like it or want to keep it going, but it is. That's their norm. That's their norm. Right. But it's a malignant normalcy. And so then I start looking at, okay, we we need to make that not be your malignant normalcy. Let me ask you about your normalcy. And here's some questions I would use to help them. If you live differently, if you gave up that normalcy, shame or guilt let's say you give those up entirely i want you to think about what would be the downsides of doing that i know what the upsides are you feel great everybody'd be happy but obviously you haven't bought into the upsides enough to let that go so there's downsides that's keeping it in place okay yeah if i if i let go of my guilt and shame which i learned from my narcissistic parent if I let go of that, what would be a downside? But what oh my responses have you heard from individuals when you ask that kind of question? Well, first of all, they go, oh, I'm ready to give it up. And I go, no, you're not. Because if you were, you'd give it up. It wouldn't be there. <laughs> okay. And that's okay. It's not. I'm not shaming them. I, yeah. I've gone through all this. I've done all this. You know, they're, they're not, they haven't done anything I have I've yeah. done or thought or felt or And so, and the response is, I go, let's talk about the downsides. And then they start working on that and they go, okay, I just imagined if I didn't have the shame or guilt with my narcissistic parent, I wouldn't have any relationship with them at all. Ah! Yeah, everything would be turned upside down. Everything would be turned upside down. You also would be making the parent unhappy with you too if they couldn't use those systems feelings of guilt and shame to keep you in your emotional location in the family. To uh, keep let you let in me that give you an illustration, Jer- uh, uh, Jerry. Okay. Uh, I, I talked to a guy and he was in his uh, early 50s, okay? So it's not like he was a spring chicken. 
And he had done some things that um, lifestyle-wise in terms of how he managed certain priorities and all. And we're not talking about anything controversial, but he he just decided he was going to manage his um, his schedule and um, you know priorities a little bit differently. And he was explaining this to his elderly father. And as he was talking about how he was going to go about doing things in a new kind of way, <laughs> and here he's sitting in my office, he's shaking his head. It's like, I feel like an eight-year-old kid. The father yeah. said, I thought I brought you up better than that. Hey, and this guy, he says, and I'm talking about simple stuff, about you know how I was going to spend my <laughs> days or prioritize my money and things like that. I thought Good I thing. brought you up better than that. And, and the implication is you can't be you. Uh, you're, you're 52 years you, old. And, and you cannot change your spot in the family. Oh, the don't way do you that. function. Yeah. So don't be telling about new things you're going to be doing. Yeah. Because that makes all the rest of us have to shift. Oh, yeah. And we don't want to shift. So okay. you can get back in line. Yeah. So, uh, so what happens if a person like my fella decides, okay. well, I don't know that I want to get back in line. I would say, first of all, you need to understand how change happens in an emotional system. If you change, there's going to be three stages of resistance. Okay. Uh, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Number two, stop doing this. And number <laughs> three, stop or else. Okay. For, first of all, when they ask that first question, what are you doing? They're not looking for the right answer anyway. They are not. They're not asking the question they, for information. They don't want the answer. They, they're not asking you that to get an answer. To yeah. Get an idea. Yeah. No, right. I'd like for you to be aware of my video courses. One of them is entitled Free to Be, Finding Yourself Despite the Controllers in Your Life. Now, inside this course are various modules, and inside each module, it breaks down into various lessons with a video, teaching documents, and then also questions that go along with it. For example, inside Free to Be, you'll learn how controllers want to invite you into their games, but then you'll also learn about the seven principles of freedom, how to develop self-trust, and much more. Now, if you are interested in enrolling in the classes, you could go to our survivingnarcissism.tv website, click the link for courses, and you'll find that one and others. And I hope that you would find them to be quite therapeutic. And now back to Surviving Narcissism with Dr. Carter. If you can maintain a new self going through all three of those, it begins to change the system because now they have to adjust to you versus them trying to get you to change. You need to stop. You need to stop doing this. And if I just keep staying in place, they're okay. going to have to now, shift. I asked the question a few minutes ago, what kind of patterns? I mentioned that you do a lot of suppression. Another pattern then that tends to come along when you're in this dynamic is you become defensive. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. But then to your point, when someone is saying, what are you doing? It's like, okay, that's an invitation for me to become defensive. And what if oh, I decide definitely. to say, well, what I'm doing is exactly what I did. And it made sense to me. No defense. That would feel different, wouldn't it? And Much and different. Like, like you say, then it, uh, it requires the system to change because you're not going to be the same. 
And I might say to the parent or to the narcissist or whoever, depends on who they are. And again, a malignant narcissist is never going to react well to anything. So I'm not talking always only about them. Right. There's some narcissists that have more Flat interaction. Yeah. Right. So if they say, well, you know, I, I don't understand what you're doing. I might say, you know, I understand it must be difficult for me to share with you how I'm making some different changes and what I'm going to yeah. be doing. I understand that. Then what would they say, Les? What would they say back to me? The narcissist. It's like, well, I, I don't know where you came up with an idea like that, or that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Right. Well, because I'm not sure you would be coming up with that idea. Yeah. I came up with the idea. <laughs> I'm self-differentiating. Yeah. I'm self differentiating being different rather than being reactive which which confuses the narcissist because which they're all into conformity and confusion and is better than reactivity okay i love confusion it much better you know and so i don't mind if they're confused if you're the person who's going through the program that you talk about and you're saying you know i'm just going to go ahead and claim myself there's just a lot of differentness that you have to get used to and the first is I'm not in the pro. I mean, I'm not in the uh, the uh, mode of having to explain myself overly so, or defend or sell the legitimacy of me. Here I am, folks. If you can go along with me, that would be wonderful. And if not, well, I guess you've got some work to do, then, don't you? Or, or, but then I got, you've got some work to do. That's a little reactive. So a little reactive. Okay. I might say, though, though I've said that before. I've said that as well and that because it's still true i mean you're right in what you're saying but that's probably going to hit them a little funny i might say you know i'm not sure i would expect you to understand because this is what i'm doing for me <laughs> yeah it, it, unlike, it's not unlike you. those last 52 years unlike those last 52 years yeah exactly yeah. And so I wouldn't, you don't, and it's, and you know, it's okay if you don't understand. It's okay. Yeah. What are we having for lunch? <laughs> I got you. Now, Jerry, now, one of the things uh, that would be required for a person to become that uh, emboldened and confident is that they're, they, they're, they're going to need to uh, to learn how to come to terms with some of the unfinished emotion on the inside of them. Oh, uh, like you mentioned that fear yeah. and the shame, because they're not going to have a good meeting of the minds with that narcissist or the anger right. that's been stored up and suppressed through the years. And so that almost needs to be managed um, uh, in a whole separate kind of way, as opposed to interpersonally. Right. We, Would you say that that's, that that's preparing Okay. for the work of self-differentiation okay that's the preparation for that because you're right if i'm you know but then i also have this simple view which i think is very important calmness is everything i have a video called calmness is everything because if you can manage your calmness you can manage you if you can't manage your calmness you're going to be reactive over and over and over again, which only keeps you in the same position and the same family dynamics. Um, I, I have a term that's very parallel with what you uh, say. I, I call it calm firmness. Oh, absolutely. 
And now, by the way, Jerry, calm if, confidence, calm firmness, calm. It, it, it may be that, um, you know, six months down the road, you'll hear me say on a video, calmness is everything. That's what I've said for all this time. And uh, rather than saying, well, you know, my friend Jerry Wise told me that. So, you know, <laughs> I, might, I might have to steal that one from you. Uh, but uh, you can I, use uh, calm, uh, calm firmness too, I'll right? Calm firmness. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. All right. That's it. And so I then want to look at reactivity wrecks recovery more than anything, I yeah. think. And so I've got to get at reactivity. And, and that's so important. And that's why the program, we talk a lot about that. Well, there's, there's a, and I go back and say, there's a message of um, affirmation. And that is uh, the narcissist didn't necessarily want you to know this, but there's a very decent and capable and reliable and dignified person sitting on the inside of you waiting to be rediscovered. How do you help people learn to buy into that all over again when, in fact, they've been given so many messages to the contrary? Then I would tell them, let me give you some examples of fake or false feelings. Okay. Shame and guilt may be fake or false. It doesn't mean you're not feeling it. I Please don't. I, I believe in feelings and I wouldn't. But what I'm saying is, True shame is when I've done something to hurt someone. That's true shame. If my parent says, you're stupid, and I feel shame, is that real shame or system shame? That's relationship shame. That's it. You're supposed to feel that to stay in place. That's why you feel that. So that's the system. That's the system. So I want to help you with the system. And then you prove to me why you should be feeling shame. When they're calling you a Coca-Cola, I'll use that exact what I use in mine. They're saying, Jerry, you are a Coca-Cola. Oh, I feel so much shame. Why are you feeling so much shame when they call you a Coca-Cola? If they call you stupid, are you stupid? Really? I mean, are you? I mean, I want to know if that's what... I know that's their belief, or I'm not even sure it's their belief. It's what they want to say to control you. It may not even be, they may think you're too smart. And then they're going to call you stupid to balance that. So it's not even, it's a game. And we have to look at the game. Oh, I love it. Now, you mentioned the whole notion of control. Uh, what, uh, I have a history of uh, having given a lot of uh, anger workshops. And I would talk about standing up in your truth and uh, calm confidence and uh, assertiveness, things like that. One of the biggest complaints that I would receive from these individuals that I would be talking that stuff with is they would come back, let's say the next week and say, well, I tried all that assertiveness stuff and I tried all of that standing up for myself and it just didn't work. And typically when I inquire about that, I find that what they mean but, is but the other mean? person didn't agree with me. And didn't change. And didn't change. Uh, and it's like, well, is that required for your standing up for yourself? Well, I thought that's the why definition we were doing all this, Dr. Carter. Say what? I thought, that's why, I thought that's why we were doing all this. Yeah, thing. Make I mean, these other people different. To make these other people be different and to yeah. change them. Yeah. And no, no. And mine is, and that's one of the dynamics that a narcissistic family or narcissist will do 
is they will train you to be other focused, not self-focused. And so your clients came back and they were talking about other focus. No, no, that's not what we're, no, that's not what we were doing. So even if the, uh, the system itself remains as it is, and you say, well, I I think what I'm going to do is opt out and I'm, I'm going in a different direction. I'd love for you to join me, but if they say, no, we're going to stay over here in our uh, archaic way of thinking. Now you have to deal with reality. Reality number one is I can't control that. That I can't control that. And, and that's one of the first things I try to help people accept or get to understand better. And I also will look at what are the downsides of you accepting that they can't change or won't? What's the downsides? Because that's holding you into wanting to change them. Yeah. You know, and, and good luck trying to change them. I spent years and it, why do you think I got a degree in marriage and family therapy? <laughs> I wanted to fix my family. Yeah. Yeah. I thought if I just got more smarts or something, I could do that. <laughs> well, there there's a, a very powerful theme in everything you're saying here today. And that is um, really, there's pretty much one person in this world that I can do something about. I, I'm responsible for me. I'd like that my sense of responsibility would spill over and help you be a better person too. That would certainly be nice. But you being you systemically will create others to be better them. Or just by, by default. Yeah. Either that and if they can't adjust then then I can't engage with them. Right. And and even and that's and I think that's so important to recognize you'll do even when and I know you've had some I don't know if I should talk about Christian background or the my my spirituality is important to me yeah yeah but and and many people who listen have that and that I think about um, so many people are always trying to help me help them to evangelize better. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going, let me tell you the best evangelism. I got the, one word. Go ahead. Love. Love yourself and let God love you. Everything else will flow from there. I got to control You don't you. have to go out and just keep, because so many people go out and try to change other people because <clears throat> they're not changed. And, you know, we can take that same thinking and apply it to uh, whether it's a religious focus or political focus or how we're supposed to run things at the business. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so self-focus, I didn't say self-narcissism, I said self-focus is what we lose in dysfunctional families. Yeah. We do other focus. And, And we'll ask, why are they like that? And I'm going, why are you asking that question? Why are they like that? What does it matter? They are like that. Now, maybe they'll get help. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Why don't we ask, what do you do when they're like that? That's a whole That's different a whole different mindset, isn't it? Yeah. whole different perspective. Yeah, so uh, in essence, it's a matter of being able to see that narcissistic system for what it's worth 
and then see the role that was ascribed to you probably decades ago. Decades. And then you ask the question, is this a role that I would like to continue? Or is this a role that I'd like to opt out of? And uh, I'll shift gears and uh, go back to be that person and, that is and let go of. much healthier. Well, and what's scary so many times is, but if I let go of those roles and if I let go of that emotional process that's in me, if I let go of that, what will be left? And I go, that's exactly where you need to be to ask that question. It's a great question, isn't it? Because you're right on the precipice of being you. Right. Once you say, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> and if I let all that go, that now we have a chance to, and believe it or not, I don't even have the answer for that you do i i've had times and i know we're going to need to wrap here pretty soon here jerry but i've had times where i'll ask people a similar type of question like um let's say in this situation you used to be uh, this way uh what do you think would be the wiser way to go instead and th there are times when i would just get that uh, here blank it's like blank, nobody's blank. ever asked me that before right i i, I don't know what would you, you know, well, what would you that, do? That means we just need to slow down and, and uh, let you ponder that then. And let you ponder that. That's very important. And that I think it also is the way to, uh, yeah, you're asking self questions yeah. and self focused questions. And in my program, I even talk about here are other focus questions. Here are self-focused questions to try to help people change their language about the questions they're asking. Because other focus questions are often not gonna, I mean, if they say, well, is my mother or father a narcissist? Well, we. I mean, here's the DSM. I mean, here, you can- Here's the criteria, read. what do you think? Here's the criteria, what do you think? But it's still down to, even if we nail that down, now what are you gonna do? You know, I mean, maybe we'll nail it down that they're a Martian. Now, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, okay. not that not the diagnoses are. I, not I, told, I get what you're saying. Yeah, right. But okay, so we have these good words from Jerry the Wise, not from the West, but the Wise. And uh, <laughs> Jerry, you you you're you're uh, first of all, I love your enthusiasm for the topic. And I can only imagine that people that work with you just uh, walk away thinking, gosh, it's so nice to have somebody speak into uh, myself in this uh, affirming kind of way. Uh, so I guess it's my way of saying, hey, way to go, man. I uh, love the focus that you have. Okay, so uh, now we're going to have some links below uh, the the, uh, the podcast here so that people can figure out how to get in touch with you. You also have a YouTube presence. And uh, your Instagram and uh, other kind of things. We'll make sure that we get uh, uh, get all that out for for folks to know that. Wonderful. Yeah. Hey. So we're talking about building the self you were never allowed to have, not the self that you cannot be because it's in there. Right. And uh, right. it's it's such a word of hope and optimism. So uh, thanks so much for what you're doing, brother. Hey, you're very welcome. And the two things are becoming that I focus on are becoming the self that you were never allowed to have and getting the family of origin, unhealthy family of origin out of you. Hey. Those are the two focus that I, that I do. And 
I mean, yeah. it's things I want. That's what I want for me. We're all a we're all a work in progress, aren't we? And I, I I'm I'm gonna guess that you're like me. I hope that the on the last day of my life, I'm still learning something. I, absolutely. There we go. Hey, Jerry Wise, thank you so much for being with us here today. And this is not going to be the last time you're going to be on our broadcast with us. Okay. Yeah. Can you work thank with you. me on that one? Absolutely. It's yeah, been a go. joy to talk with you and to those who watch this video, but certainly you've been a delight to talk with. Okay. Thanks so much. Team healthy. Um, we've got Jerry Wise here. I hope that you're able to look him up and all of the good information that goes with it. I will see you next time. And I, I hope that you have a good rest of the week. And I hope that you are able to find your sense of peace. Thank you for listening. Surviving Narcissism is the product of many years of work done by Dr. Les Carter. Dr. Carter is a best-selling author and therapist with more than 40 years of experience, specializing in anger management and narcissistic personality disorder. You can find more content from Dr. Carter on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Surviving Narcissism, as well as on his website, survivingnarcissism.tv. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We are so glad to have you on Team Healthy.